Hello, family and friends. I'm honored again today for our final day with David Weibert, who's the chaplain and director of Christian Ministry Network. And I'm really excited today because we're going to talk about David's testimony. And I love testimony, so I'm not going to delay at all and just kick it over to you, David. Praise God. Thank you. Well, uh, I've shared my testimony a lot, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of folks over the years, and um, so I grew up in Evansville and uh, was always in church. My mom, even though they didn't take me, had me in church from the, starting with the Pentecostal church across the street from my house at, at a very young age, and um, so I always knew about the Lord, but uh, had a lot of crisis at home, and. Um, so I found myself at uh, 16 being homeless and um, having a pretty rough go at it for um, about three years. Yeah. And had a rough go at it at home, too. And um, so I had some young Jesus freak guys that I met. I don't know quite for sure how I met them. Oh, I met them through the Nellis family, and a lot of folks okay. locally might know them. But I met them, and it was their goal to win me to Jesus. And um, so they continued to like chase me down as such. It was interesting, you know, and they, they did that for about um, probably seven or eight months. And um, so I had gotten into some trouble as a teenager, and I just wanted to disappear from Evansville. And so I had a little money in my pocket, probably a couple hundred bucks, and they were on me for about a month to go to Chicago with them and to go to a church service. Well, I didn't want to go to a church service, and I definitely didn't want to hang out with these guys. But I thought, hey, this is a good way to get out of Evansville, so I took them up on it. And we left, I think it was January of 77. Uh, no, we left on December like the 28th or 29th of, of January and headed to Chicago. And little did I know we were going to an inner city uh, church service with a world-renowned pastor by the name of R.W. Schambach. <laughs> Well, also little did I know, this facility was going to be full of African Americans, Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, uh, folks from a variety of other countries. And I don't know why, because my parents didn't raise me this way, but I was a very prejudiced guy. In fact, in giving my testimony over the years, I said I would probably have been a white supremacist type of young person. And it was just Satan. There was no reason for that. Mm-hmm. So I walked into the building thinking, I'll go in with these guys, but I'm going to leave pretty quickly. And I saw, and just being real with you, I've given this testimony to a lot of folks locked up and variety of you know, people in different forms of life, is that I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not going to stay with these people. The pastor screamed in the microphone. Service hadn't started yet. He just walked out on stage And he screams in the microphone and he says, if you already think you're somebody, get up and leave now. He pointed to the door because God uses nobodies. And that hook as such got me to stay. And about an hour later, I found myself standing up, feeling uncontrolled with it, but feeling love too. I was was still in control, of course, and began to worship God. And a, a smile came on my face, and I received God into my heart. I already knew about Him, mm-hmm. so I didn't need another message about it. I just hadn't received Him yet. Right. And these, uh, see, four, four young men sitting next to me that brought me were laughing, 
crying, falling out of their seats because that's what they had been praying and fasting for for months. I didn't know that until after this happened. And so that second, I began to love everyone there of every color. I began to, I mean, that second God began to do a work in me. I didn't, I didn't want to live the way I lived homeless before and however I had to live. I didn't want to, uh, well, just e- I, even the sound of secular music. No one had to tell me, hey, don't listen to that music. I didn't want to listen to it. No one had to tell me, don't do these certain things. And that's the cool thing about, you know, uh, relationship versus religion, right? There was no legalism there. It was just Holy Spirit. I didn't want to do them. And, you know, of course, when that happens, it doesn't make us perfect. And I don't even even think that's the goal from God. And, of course, I'm just giving my own, you know, Mm -hmm. theological understanding. But I really believe, looking back, that God is not concerned about me being perfect or, or even good as we understand it because that always goes back to works. I think God just wants us to be real with him, mm-hmm. real with ourselves, real with others, transparent. And that is, of course, you know, we talked a little bit uh, yesterday about being complete. That's part of growing and maturing in God is to be a complete uh, Christian, is to be real. Mm-hmm. And um, I will say from that point on, regardless of highs and lows that I've had in my walk, with Christ, that's been January 1st, 1978, there is a fire burning inside of me that I didn't manufacture, that God has burning, and it burns night and day. That doesn't make me a better Christian. One of the things that R. W. Schambach said back then that still stuck with me is that there's no such thing as a good Christian or a bad Christian. You're either real or you're fake. Mm, come on. And within being real, I believe God wants us burning Yes. with a, a passion for him. And again, that doesn't make us a better Christian. But that passion burning inside, in fact, I get I get a little, there's times I've been pushed out of certain groups because they're like, uh, we're not quite sure what to do with this guy. Mm-hmm. Where do we put him? You know, And I think sometimes there's a jealousy that happens. And I'm thinking, how could he be jealous? Some days I don't even feel like a Christian. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I feel like I'm at the bottom of the barrel you know, of the food chain holding on to the last knot in the rope and, 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 and you see me as being this, you know, super uh, powerful Christian. I'm like, dude, I just, I don't know how else to be other than just burning with zeal and passion mm, to love God, serve God, to share his word and everything that we do. And um, so there you go. I mean, I, I don't, looking back, I, uh, I'm so thankful to God. It, I, that what I went through has opened doors for me to love people. The, the whole prejudice thing recently and all that we're, it's happening in our yeah. country and the divisiveness, you know, I see that clearly. We know that is an attack of Satan, yep. that, you know, God loves these people. And Satan has blinded their eyes and the cause they're on, many of them, not all of them, yep. but many of them, the cause they're on is leading them to, a, a you know, a road to destruction. And so the church at this point doesn't need to back off and hide the church needs to come out of the building yeah. and go win the lost and rescue people and meet them where they're at. Yeah. And I and that's how God uses me. Praise God. I, when you talked about that love, David, I just remember being at that altar in Texas at 32 years of age and finally giving Jesus my heart and the yeah, love that just flowed in. And that, that is in us, you know, and then that's what's supposed to come out as we go out to reach the world, right? We can argue with them about politics, and get nowhere but see yep. these people that are 
they're blinded from the glorious light. They don't even know the truth. But if we if they we reach them with the gospel, that's going to change everything, right? And Amen. get them thinking, right? And yeah. so you know, it's just it's so amazing when you hear people's testimonies, even though they're so different in terms of how they happen. There's commonalities, right? But one of those is love comes in, right? Amen. And another one of those, David, you primarily that is peace comes in sure and Amen. joy comes in Amen. and you're like yeah. you never forget that feeling i remember being at that altar like it was just yesterday and um having peace for the first time in my life and you know religion doesn't give us peace it's that personal relationship with jesus amen we make him our lord and savior well if you wouldn't mind close us out in prayer david Hallelujah. thank you god so father i just pray uh, that you uh, bring peace to all that those who are listening right now. Yes. Uh, thank you, God, that, of course, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And so we just pray for peace right now that passes all understanding for everyone listening right now. I thank you, God, that you, um, you allow us to surrender. You allow us to rest. You allow us to bask in your presence. And I pray that, God, right now for myself, for Greg, for everyone listening, that you would just um, welcome all of us to rest in you and to be at peace. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, David. It's been a blessing. We'll have to do it again. And folks, if you'd like to contact us, you can do so at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. And please go talk to somebody about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.